Welcome back to the Goody Two-Shoes Podcast. I'm Ellie, I'm the daughter half. And I'm Becky, I'm the mom half. And I'm happy to be back. We're happy to have you back. We. Oh. The family. Okay, good. So what do you... I, <laughs> you like, ugh, I felt we. sad when it was as in like you and daddy. You were taking it over. We didn't Leaving take it me over. behind in the dust. What could we do? You were no, know, literally in another... I'm really glad that you okay. wasted it. <laughs> It was good. I'm glad that it was able to still, stuff was able to happen. I must confess I have not listened yet, but I did get like 20 seconds into the intro. 20 seconds? <laughs> That's really far. Yeah. You heard that we podcasted. Yeah, I, I got to the part where it was like, I'm a dead half. And then you said, That's not 100%. And he said, Yeah. And then. Yeah, we made 150%. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I'm back. It's nice to be back. Back from where? From camp. What um, kind of camp was it? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're on like a like PBS Kids TV show or something. Soon um, we'll sing the camp song. <laughs> um, yeah, I was at Lead Camp, Lead, Wisconsin. Um, that is the camp that I've been going to every summer for the past three years. Um, and I really enjoy it. It's a, a leadership government camp, which... Most people, I say that part, they look at me like, you went there voluntarily. Yeah, eyes glaze over. Yeah. My first year, I probably would have agreed with you for like the first three days. Um, But the fact is, it's also just a really, really great experience. So, not going to lie, it was kind of a switch, like, switch and and bait, what is it? Bait Bait. bait and switch? Yeah. For me, because I heard the camp at the end, and I did not realize that it was, like, government with a like a little bit of camp instead of camp with a little bit of government and so I got there and I was like oh my gosh please get me home it's a lot of work yes it was a very intense um, first time but it was also the first time that they had done this camp in Wisconsin since it was already in in the was it Michigan yeah yeah Michigan first um and they decided to bring it to Wisconsin but basically uh for the week you role play as different members of government um I know I'm not helping the case but trust me it actually is fun um, so the first year I came in, I was a part of the assembly, um, and so the whole week I studied a particular bill that had failed legislation um, at some point and not gone through. But it was a real bill. It was bill a real bill, though, That yes. had existed. So my first year, my bill was possession of wild animals, basically making it illegal for random dudes to own tigers in their basement, which is like, duh. Um, so that was pretty straightforward. But, but, but that failed. Week, no, mine passed. No, I mean, in real life, that oh, one yeah, failed. Oh, yeah, I know. So you could still go buy a tiger, guys. Actually, I had heard that you can own legally a kangaroo in Wisconsin. So There's I, a lot of weird things. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't hate that. Yeah, it's just this, like, it's funny to me because I think I never, ever would have even thought of something like that until I had come right. about. But now because right. I had to study it, support it, and think of all of the things that people are going to argue against it, I can pretty well tell you, like, why you shouldn't. <laughs> Um, own a tiger or why this bill should be passed, which is just an interesting thing because I never would have had that angle mm-hmm. um, and just that perspective in general. Uh, but basically, you are meeting with a group of people, your caucus, for the entire week and um, studying the bill together. And it's just a really fun environment. You get stuck with a bunch of people um, in a group together in kind of a stressful situation and you end up coming out of it like really good friends. And it was a lot of late nights and laughing over nothing and goofing off, but also just a lot of really good skills like public speaking and being able to work with low amounts of time and being put on the spot and being able to know what to do and how to explain what's going on in your brain (laughs) and not just come out stuttering. And a lot of, you have to write 
a speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't very hard. I feel like I've always been very... Um, but, but, you know, for the general yeah. teenager out there, you have to come up with a speech too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a minimum of one. So that was my first year. Senate was the next year, and it was very similar, just basically more complicated. <laughs> you had to also do um, amendments to your bill, so you could change it if you wanted to, which was nice, but didn't really make a lot of sense last year. They have fixed it more this year, so it actually makes sense because nobody knew what they were doing. But mm-hmm. again, it's such a new camp that every year that they add something new, it's new. And so it gets better every year. I've heard that the assembly from this year was just having a wonderful time because not, not it wasn't necessarily easier, but it just ran smoother. And so people knew sure. what they were doing, which is great for them. Love that. Um, this year, however, I was part of the media track, which is a completely different sector of the camp. Um, it consists of far less people. I think we had... Uh, seven, seven people and then someone yeah. went home six so it was just six people and that doesn't even two of those people were hired to be a part of that track to help out so it was not actually like fully six people um so yeah basically the track is different in that you can't just be put into it you have to actually apply to be a part of it i had to send in some of my writing work as well as show credentials and stuff like that um and I was accepted, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, And basically what I did for the week is mainly work on the newspaper, which came out daily, which sounds like a lot, and it was, but it was really, really fun. And I think I kind of thrive under stressful situations in, um, what's the word when it's, uh, in modesty, not modesty, in moderation. Moderation, sure. Yeah. Um, Like, I'm chilling now because it was a week of go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, But I kind of loved it. Because there's something about kind of just being in like a, a safe, stressful environment where you kind of get to, I don't know, there's something nice about like having good stress where you kind of just have to like get into the mindset and just like get moving with it. Um, it was a really fun group of people as well. And like I said, like when you're in like stressful situations with people, like, or even just like intense situations, you end up like growing a bond, which is like people are like, take the girl on like a skydiving date or something, or like go scuba diving with her because it's like, you like have a bond with someone who you share like an intense situation with and so by the end of the week I was great friends with all these people which was really really nice um but in addition I just got a lot of really great skills about like uh media and I got a lot of skills about writing in general things that I didn't even think of um and that helped my writing style in only a week um the lady who was in charge of our track was amazing she was so sweet she was so funny and it was really just a blast um and yeah, the other thing we did was the broadcast, which was came out, what well, was supposed to come out two times in a week. So half of us did the first part and half of us did the other. Um, basically, we just went around and interviewed a bunch of campers and we're like, what's your bill about? What do you like about lead? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but ours ended up being late because the last day it was supposed to like go in front of all the parents, but it wasn't finished editing yet. So it has not right. come out yet, but right. it's fine. Yeah, we're supposed to get like a link, a YouTube yeah, link or something. Facebook. I think I want to, I have, okay. Um, I recorded it on my phone and so I really am tempted to show you but it's going to be really exciting to see it actually in fruition is it fruition or fruition? come to fruition it's fruition yep like a fruit you bear fruit what is the word can you ever just say fruition or do you have to say come to fruition what even is fruition? it's like come to happen but like what does it mean? that i mean it's like when you see something bear fruit so it come it, no it it kind of has to be part of that phrase like, mm, so you, can be like you don't have fruition oh. like you're not a fruition um i identify as fruition oh 
jeez. Yeah. No, it's it's more like that. But don't don't quote me on that because now I'm going to have fact checkers listening to this saying, well, actually, according to Webster, technically, according to Webster's dictionary, <laughs> this is how. Anyway. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. One of the kids was doing a story on um, one of the caucus or the public hearings, and he was quoting this guy who had said, like, it was talking about the raw milk bill, so legalizing raw milk. Um, A lot more fancier than that and a lot of logistics, but that's the baseline. And the author of the bill was talking about, like, according to the Webster Dictionary, but the kid didn't write down what he said for the Webster Dictionary, so he just looked up what the Webster Dictionary um, definition of milk was. He must have found something else, though, because then he prints this article, and it was it went through editors, but they he quoted Webster Dictionary, so they just don't even didn't even check it. It was oh my gosh, what was it? It was um, I could actually like find it, but it, it doesn't matter. It was basically something to the effect of like a a white liquid secreted from some females that can be drinking, and everyone was like, what is that? That's so bad. And he got in so much. Every single person was like coming over to our table and like yelling at him and stuff. And we're like, people did not honestly like the media track for the most part because people kept not fact checking names and stuff. And someone got like connected to like a completely different group, like against oh, they no. were, the people they were, were debating. And it was a bunch of a mess. But other than that, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But that just reminded me of that. Well, something else that's interesting about this camp is that you guys actually go to the state capitol in Madison twice mm-hmm. during the week. The camp itself is in, is in Watertown, but um, you guys go to the capitol on Wednesday, and then you also go on Friday, and that's when the kids actually kind of take over the capitol a little bit and debate their bills. Mm-hmm. And so the um, assembly this year had a room on like the third floor to debate their bills, and the, the Senate had the room where the actual assembly the elected members of the assembly would normally meet um and sat in their places and Mm -hmm. um debated their bills in that area and so that was that's always a neat thing because the kids have to get super dressed up they call it capital attire so ties suit coats dress pants no cat like no cargo pants like worst of all blazers girls are in blazers and skirts and you know like dress pants pumps the whole thing with you know blouses and and you know whatever people who are in a very professional setting instead of t-shirts i obviously I you're gonna be wearing clothes but um and so like the kids Sorry. all looked like super a uh, grown up kind of and um it was it's neat to see them kind of step out of you know kid world and into this adult world a little bit mm. and it wasn't just that it's I, what i didn't realize i learned this year is that there are a number of elected officials in Madison who ask to be a part of this camp, and so they participate in the active discussions of the bills, right? Well, like, yeah, the... they're they're called lobbyists in this case, right? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. So these it's, are people well, it... who are elected officials, and normally, you know, this is just something they took time out of their week to be a part of, and so these kids are getting to meet people who. Um, our representatives in our state and actually doing this for a living mm-hmm. yeah that's when they do the um public hearing and so it's like basically the same as the um press conference it's just it's with actual like people who are doing these jobs asking the questions so it's far more intense but i think i'm within range um but basically they just i mean yeah it's pretty straightforward they just ask a ton of questions and stuff um but yeah what 
Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, they just, I got to be a part of one of those because they do, um, they have a media member in the room, um, like taking notes and stuff. And so I did like a little write up on that, which is pretty straightforward. But yeah, you go to the Capitol a couple times. Um, that's, it's the most nerve wracking part when you're doing it, but it ends up being really fun. And I also forgot that they also have speakers, um, which is cool. They have this. This year they had Charlie Kirk, I think is his name. I can't even remember because the other speaker guy who did every single session was Carl Kirby, I think. Yeah. So then I always mix them up. But Carl Kirby was really great. He spoke on a lot of different topics. Mainly his th- um, thing this year was like talking about real-life evangelism, which was very interesting. And then Charlie Kirk... Um, you may or may not have heard of him. He's pretty well known among the like Christian conservative community. Oh, that's a mouthful. Um, but he basically talks about um, apologetics and goes around the country, speaks with for people, does a lot of debates. Um, and so he spoke for a little bit of time, but most of his session time was spent with questions, which was really cool because he's very insightful. And it was never like this is fact. It was like this was my opinion. Um, this is how I perceive things. And so it was definitely interesting to listen to. I wish I'd asked a question, but I didn't think of any good ones until afterward. But Ethan asked one, so that was good. Oh, yeah, also Ethan came on, came to camp. I forgot about that. So it was his first year coming. So he was in assembly. But, yeah. You have to go to the assembly track your first year, and then after that you, it kind of opens up. So what would you say is, like, you? this is your third year now going. Um, what would you What would you say is your most, like, lasting impact like from that camp in the last three years like what what is your best takeaway like what has impacted you the most from the last three years or or maybe just this year whichever Mm. well I think in in total I think it's just taught me that you know just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't do things and of course the main thing that they're talking about is government but they also especially press that like you can come to this camp and never want to go into government. We're just trying to empower young people to do big things. And that really strikes home with me because I do not see myself in any government position. Um, But, you know, that doesn't mean that I can't be doing Christ-centered things, sharing the gospel, um, and really knowing my stuff uh, as a young person. And so it's just very empowering, and uh, I always come back feeling like I'm capable of taking on the world. Um, but especially this year, I think the main thing that I learned was, um, not as, uh, much as a bad idea, but I, I learned just because of media track, just to prioritize my goals, hmm. which was very good. And I think it's a mindset shift that I needed. Um, but I think, I don't know if this is just my brain or if other people will relate, but I have a hard time doing things in order of what needs to be done as opposed to doing things in the order that they are in my brain. Hmm. And so if... I think to myself, I need to get ready. And in my head, I'm like, I need to do my makeup. We're going on a hike, so I need a water bottle. Also, I need my purse. I'll be like, oh, well, first was I do my makeup. Then I get done with my makeup, and I realize I don't have any time. But the thing I most needed was my water bottle, Mm. you know? And so I have to, like, train myself to realign and be like, okay, if nothing else gets done, I need my water bottle. Then my purse. Then my makeup. Okay, I can do something with that in the order. And so that was something that I definitely had to learn with having so little time um, during my media track things. I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do. I couldn't do all the edits that I wanted to do. I couldn't do all the video recording I needed to do. And so I had to choose, okay, how am I going to spend my free time? What's going to come first? If nothing else gets done, what do I need done, basically? 
Um, and that was just really good because it was very, not, not necessarily like high stakes, but um, the newspaper was coming out tomorrow whether I was helpful or not. And so I needed to up my game and figure things out. Um, and especially the time crunch of it being only a week meant that within each day, every hour and minute counted. And so I think that was really just good for me to kind of, I don't know, get a slap in the face and get a really good like uh, example of how to do that with like very real repercussions that like your article may not make it in if you do not figure stuff out. <laughs> That's fascinating. And I wonder, did it also help you learn how to let things go then? Like if stuff wasn't going to match your expectations, I'm not going to get everything that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. Done. I mean, how did you handle that understanding? Yeah. So I think... I think this is something that's different for me than for other people, which I've just realized and come to terms with, is people are always like, don't set too high of expectations. But for me, and I think how my brain works, I need to set high expectations. I am not as like thoroughly disappointed if I don't meet them, but if I make high expectations, I know that I'm going to get close to meeting them. And so I set expectations for myself that I'm going to finish these two articles within the next hour, hour and a half. They're going to be fully edited and completed. And I would probably get to about like three quarters of that way done. And um, that kind of mindset just set me up for a lot of success within the week. Um, But there were times when I did not get articles in on time and I did not get things edited as much as I wanted to. I didn't use my time as well as I could have. Um, And I just had to come to terms with that. I was like, okay, I made a mistake. I'm going to own up to it, but I'm not going to dwell on it because what's that going to do? So that's interesting because there was a couple times that you were able to give us a call during the week and it, I was amused by you saying I have from 305 to 320 and I was thinking oh that's because of like the timetables that were already set out for you but I'm guessing that that was a timetable that you set up so that you would be able to give us a quick update and then still get back to mm-hmm. what you needed to get done yeah definitely a bit of both okay <laughs> but yeah so what is what is something so we mentioned briefly that Ethan was um in his first year there and he's the type of personality where he really likes kind of delving into politics and worldviews but um not so much schoolwork mm-hmm. and um so we had to give him a pretty good convincing to go and he did end up enjoying himself he and so i found that to be really encouraging because ellie is a bit of a go-getter and a driver and she wants to she's very self-motivated so she can get these things done and ethan is not that's not part of his giftings is self-motivation or um, really like finding a goal and, and just striving for it. And so the fact that he, his personality was also able to thrive in this camp was, I thought it was kind of neat. Like, mm-hmm. and there's, and then when we were at the final day at the, like when all the parents came to pick up the kids, they had a small, like little wrap, year-end wrap-up for the, or week week wrap-up, not year-end, um, for the parents and families to listen to. And a couple of the kids were able to share. And one girl got up and said, I really appreciate that this camp is not just for outgoing people, it's for shy people too, who are more introverted and have a hard time speaking in front of others. This really helped me grow. And I felt like safe here. And I thought, well, that's really amazing too. Mm-hmm. Um, that you don't have to be this, like the class clown or the the class president to come and do these things you can be any kid could come and do these things Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely very versatile which is nice i think the thing that is a misconception is that you're just getting thrown into this and it's like 
All right, welcome to government camp. You've been studying since you were an infant on how to be a legislator. Now show me what you can do. It's like, no, most of these kids don't know what they're doing. Their parents signed them up or something, or they're slightly interested in it. But nobody's a professional because guess what? You're not in government. So everyone around you is very supportive, the leaders especially, but even just the people who've been there. Um, This year especially, since there were so many new campers, um, all of the third year veterans we just, we just I called guess? them the third years yeah um all the third years were helping everyone out and just being very um available especially for the young younger uh people who were going through this for the first time mm-hmm. um and so that's what i was trying to explain to ethan beforehand you can't really fully understand it until you're in it but i was telling him like i know this sounds like a lot but i i cannot stress enough how much everyone around you wants to help you and wants to be there for you and at the end of the day, it's a week. It's not that long. Right. And it's it's going to go by fast. <laughs> yeah. Ethan even mentioned that he had written his speech for the day that he would present at the Capitol. And one of the adult leaders helped him with it. He's like, I spent two and a half hours going through that line by line with him and, and rewriting it and reworking it and working on my grammar. And, and like, hey, what if you said it? And he, and he was so proud of it that he like on the drive home, he's like, would you like to hear my original speech? And now would you like to hear the the one I actually gave? And we were like, of course we do. Because, like, he knew. Like, he had that sense of pride of working hard on something, presenting it. And, and you know, like, he said he, he was so nervous. Because you get up in front of everyone else. The entire camp, all the leaders. Yeah. Everyone. And pos- I don't know if there's other, like, actual legislators there during that time or not. But And you're in, you're in front of a, on a podium, and a mi- there's a microphone in your face, and it's very formal. And it's live streamed to every single Facebook mom who could ever want to see it. Right. It's the whole thing is there's a lot of pressure, and, and, um, and there's, like, you have to say, thank you, Mr. Speaker, and, you know, all the, you know, there's no... <laughs> There's no it's like, hey guys, I'm Ethan, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, it's it's very buttoned down. And um, so getting all that and um, yeah, we were just really proud of his efforts because we were, it was one of those deals where we're like, he'll go to this camp and either it will be the worst week of his life or he's going to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And it came out, he was empowered. Woo! <laughs> Success. <laughs> yes. So thankful for that. Yeah. And we've definitely noticed for you, Ellie, like just, um, Every time you've gone, you've come back like almost like a little bit of a level up in your maturity, your confidence level, um, your self perception on what you can handle. It seems to like grow stronger mm-hmm. after each time you come back, um, and it's great. Like we, I've I've definitely noticed um, just this, you know, this very summer. What we're like, what four days removed from you coming home yeah. not even and we i've already noticed how you're like acting more responsible or you're just the way you're speaking with adults like we had a guest in our house who was ask, had never met us before but had was asking ellie a bunch of questions about her homeschooling and her plans in the future and just like just drilling her like question after question after question <laughs> and she was like just handling it like grabbing them all the questions answering very succinctly and and um, I was really proud of you because like you didn't have you didn't owe the person an explanation like you didn't have to be re- like responding and saying like kind of defending where you're at mm-hmm. but you did a really good job of doing it and, and the guy oh. was sad he was like okay like totally satisfied you know and mm-hmm. so I, like I'm not sure if that would have been as easy for you if you weren't fresh off of mm-hmm. this week where you were like oh my gosh I have to have like all my eyes dotted and all my T's crossed and like think through what I'm going to say and you know be very articulate yeah well I mean it's a mindset shift it has to be that's why those first two days are so hard when you first come 
to an extreme the first year because they were figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But even any year that I come back, it's it's a very intense shift. But it's like fight or flight. Like your body's just like, okay, I guess this is it now. Let's just dive into it. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes your normal. And it's just, it's like, oh, okay, this is, I'm getting things done. I'm taking initiative. I'm being responsible. Um, and it's very a very positive attitude to have. And I think people assume, I don't know, I, I think I've assumed even that like if you are having such a go, go, go attitude, eventually you are going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so done with it. Like, of course, burnout is a real thing. Yeah. But I find myself when I'm during, during that week, um, just feeling so like happy and like empowered um, and really just like the best version of myself when I am like six feet deep in challenges. <laughs> Interesting. Um, because I'm constantly having to overcome everything that I'm working on. Um, and which each, with each time that I get something, I'm gaining confidence and wanting to do it more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's just really great to see the impact around you. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing that you were focusing on was writing and journalism. And it sounds like from I was able to speak with a couple of the people who were advisors or adult leaders in your little sector there. And they both had very positive things to say about your ability to write. Mm-hmm just the content of your articles but your ability to focus and zero in and and do a good job with the time frame that you had is that something that you think you might want to keep pursuing a career in writing or journalism or something like that or is that just a fun hobby um I think a bit of both right now I think it's too early to say I don't really want to ever people ask what do you want to do when you get out of high school and yeah I'm not I never I know that I know that <laughs> I'm just giving an example um I never want to like box myself into one particular thing I constantly change interests and hobbies and so even if I were to be 100% sure for something it may not be so in two weeks um and so I just say that I think it's one of many things that could be a possibility for my future um if nothing else I think that it'll be a part of my career at some point I don't see myself being strapped into one career for my whole life sure I see myself very much enjoying a career in journalism it's very fascinating to me Um, it's very stimulating to me and I really enjoy being able to tell a story in that way Um, but I also know that there's a lot of work that comes with that that it can be a very intense um, lifestyle that can shift and change very quickly there's not a lot of set schedules, mm-hmm. um, which can be very stressful, but I also know that from the people who are in that position, um, you can really make a big difference. Um, so I don't know if it's what God has for me, but it's definitely something that I want to continue to pursue so that if it is, um, I have the capability and, and like the wits to be able to go forward with that. But That's awesome. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I really enjoyed when I was hearing you tell some of the stories was like, um, I don't know if it was the media kids more than any other kids but you guys had to pull some pretty late nights to get those daily newspapers published because the kids would get them at their breakfast at the commons they were staying on a campus and so they would go eat at the at the commons and they would have the pile of newspapers for the day and all the kids would read them because they're looking for their names or their pictures or whatever or the things that they submitted and stuff and so these kids had to be working till like 11 I think, Midnight. I think 11.30 was, might have been the latest one. But, but then they, they're getting up. I mean, she was up at like 5.30 or 6 each yeah. day just to keep going. And um, But I, I love that kind of thing. See, I love that so much. Like, I don't even, I don't, I prefer going to bed earlier, but like having the drive and just like going for it all into the, like the night, not sustainable whatsoever. No. But it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, you have been a zombie the last, this is the yeah. first day where I, you look like you have bright eyes again. Yeah. But, <laughs> so not sustainable is true. However, 
it was kind of fun. Would you be willing to share the story of your advisor? Zoomy. Yes, please. Because <laughs> I that's one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Oh, what? She like listens to this. And oh, I... whatever. It was it was so funny. It was pretty funny. Everyone can so relate to this. Um, the nights were late. And since everyone was overtired, us as campers already, because we were staying up till like a minimum of like 10 at night. Um, you could, but getting but up like, early as well. Yes, exactly. Devotions were at like 7.30, and so you had to be ready with all of your things before that. Um, 7.30 in the morning, you mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and so we were tired at a base level, but the crew who was um, in charge of media, and that was their sector, was the editing staff as well. And so they were pulling almost all-nighters, like 2, 3 in the morning. Um, and then coming right back to it to get back going for us. And so they were running on, like, generously, like, five hours of sleep. Um, and coffee. Lots of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, from, like, day two until the end, the media track was either, like, everyone was dead silent, and you were, like, trying hard to focus on literally anything, hopefully your screen, like, so snippy. Like, everyone was just, like, sniping each other for breathing and, like, shut up, you're the one who clapped on my keyboard. Or everyone was just dying laughing over literally nothing. Right. Um, and so it was definitely a fun environment. It was very yeah. exciting. There was quite a few times I had to put my earbuds in and just, like, blare the music because everyone was just, like, scream laughing. But <laughs> it was a really fun environment. But one of the nights, um, it was like probably like 10 45 at night and so it was really late and everyone was really tired um and our the leader of our your advisor i would say yeah she sure. was the adult i mean she charge. was writing stuff as well okay um and, and obviously she was the chief editor um but she was in charge of the media track and she was so so tired at this point she got to bed at like 3 30 the night before and her husband had to drive her in really early she was on nothing um, and I was like clacking and clacking away and then I turned and I was uh, trying to say something to her. So I was like, Hey, um, can I ask you a question? And she like turns to me and makes eye contact and I wish you could see, but she like stares at me and then just like squints and like makes her eyes really big and like leans her head in and then like pulls back and then just starts dying laughing. And I'm like, what face was that? What did you just make? What are you even doing? You didn't answer my question. Why are you like, laughing? Exactly. And she finally gets like some air in to breathe. And she's like, Ellie, I'm so sorry. I have no sleep. I just, I just tried to zoom in on your face with, <laughs> with my eyes. <laughs> and then she's just crying laughing. She like slides down her chair under the desk and it's just like absolutely losing it. Everyone in the office is losing it. What has this come to? Because <laughs> she was taking pictures, right? Yeah, she's a professional um, wedding photographer. And so oh. that's why I'm like, she must have just like reverted to her base like knowledge. Base programming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like she's a, Ellie's across the room. I can't really see her. I'm going to zoom in. <laughs> With <laughs> my good eyes. Logic. Good logic, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, that was the kind of shenanigans we were dealing with. <laughs> Still having to try and focus. But it was really a fun environment. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so great. I love that guys, story. I know. You guys were dying when I told you that. It was also the, like, it is unfortunately you can't see her face. It was also the face that she made in, like, what she had witnessed was also what kind of makes the story great. But, um, yeah, so it sounds like next year they're adding a new track that hasn't been there at all. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing you'll be another guinea pig for them. Probably. I'm debating because the new track is the business track, which 
if you know anything about me, sounds amazing. Um, but it, I also really, really enjoyed media this year, and multiple people, especially media staff, were like, you're going to be on next year, right? <laughs> oh. um, and I think they want me to be on one, like one of the main people. Nice. I don't think they can have me as an editor because I'm not wouldn't be staff yet. Sure. Um, but I know they want me to be one of the main people, so that's really exciting. But I also would really love to try the new track because I yeah. only have so many years that I can go to lead. Right. You're, you can only go till you're 18, and then 19 you can work. Um, which I think I want to be on crew. That sounds really exciting. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I want to try as many tracks as I can while I can. Um, you can only do it once you're 16, and it sounds like it's going to be very rigorous. Um, I think you have to like present like a couple of different business plans and like make fake businesses and then like the rest of the campers can buy stock in it. Which it sounded is kind like the whole thing. Awesome business plan, marketing, yeah. product development, all the, all of it. Yeah, so intense, but like it sounds so fun. So I'm on the fence about which one I'll be doing. I feel like I'll probably end up doing it just because I'll be curious. But I also know that I love media, so we'll see. But it's really cool that they're adding a new section. Since yeah. it's such a new camp, every couple of years, I think they're planning on adding a couple of things because um, Michigan has a lot of tracks. Um, and so they can, you know, every couple of bits, they're trying to add new things. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you have quite a bit of time to decide yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> a year. Yeah. Yeah. So. But also something else I just remembered that was, this is not related, but I was going to say this before when you were saying something that like you learned. Um, this one's probably going to sound silly, but I was like very, very motivated to doing what I was doing. And I also really enjoyed what the work that I was doing in media. And so I didn't want to like, I was severely overtired, um, and quite emotional, but I was like, I'm not going to cry about any of this. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Um, and it wasn't like I was suppressing those emotions. I was just like, I'm not going to make a bigger deal out of this than it needs to be. And I was surprised to find that I didn't. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I am a class A drama queen. So then I, when, these last couple of days that I've gotten back, um, I've just been very like motivated to be working on like stuff for my career, stuff that I like want to be working towards um, and just even everyday stuff. Um, but I've been obviously seriously overtired, but I found that if I just kind of like keep my goals in mind, I've been able to keep myself from just being over emotional than I need to be, which I think is something that I struggle with a lot I tend to like definitely like overvalue myself and be like, oh, I'm, I'm a girl. That means I have more emotions. It's like I'm really dealing with this, or like it's that time of the month, and I like it. Makes sense that I should have this reaction. Like they can't be that upset with me, um, but I've just had a more of a logical standpoint of being hmm. like, yeah, this is upsetting. Get over it. Like not in a rude way, but like, you know, you can have that emotion, but it doesn't have to make you upset for the next thirty minutes. Like you can just get over it, and you can ask, tell them why it made you upset, and then you can move on with it, um, which. I always thought would be like make you feel like you don't have any emotions but I found that it's just a lot more empowering because I don't feel like I'm controlled by emotions anymore mm, yeah um and granted this is like day four of my new little emotion fast but um <laughs> emotion fast it's been kind of <laughs> nice not gonna lie very um like a lot less exhausting um which I didn't even think would I always I don't know I guess just thought that like that's just kind of how I was but mm. being pushed into the situation that I was um realize surprise surprise it's not and so that's something else that i think is just great about experiences like this not even necessarily this particular camp but just experiences where you are forced into a particular mindset or situation that you really cannot change um it literally makes you think ways that you didn't even know that you could think Mm -hmm. um and you don't just forget those things so you end up bringing them back 
um, people who do like a foreign exchange thing or do an internship um, or even just like go on a mission trip or something like those are things that you have certain variables that you cannot change and you have to be like oh I didn't even know that I could do this mm-hmm. um, and then you're able to bring that home with you in a way that you didn't even like know that you could so that's that was, great yeah that was something that was really interesting to me <laughs> but yeah that's an amazing self-discovery I think so cool thank you for sharing of course I've realized that this is kind of like our own poster a little like weird little diary so it's kind of fun but I think it's gonna be really fun to listen back in like a couple of years and be like oh it's interesting that I thought that way when I was you know 15 16 mm-hmm. but yeah yep super fun absolutely well are we wrapping up questions for me ma'am I I think we're good okay fabulous would you recommend this camp to any of your teen I listeners absolutely would it is such fun you will make so many good friends. I think there's a misconception that everyone there is a bunch of neat nerds and geeks. Trust me, there are a fair share, but there are a lot of kids who are just really passionate about um, Christ or even are just like really into like conservative stuff. And mostly a lot of really like funny, <coughs> awesome kids who you are just going to have great friends with. Every year I end up becoming closer with different people, um, making new friendships and no matter what you're going to be thoroughly entertained it's a lot of late nights and stupid like laughter tee he's carry tee he's carry so <laughs> i would 100 percent recommend it all right also they have financial aids that's amazing yeah and if you guys are interested it's put on by the wisconsin family council mm-hmm. and they have information about it on their website and probably lots and lots of photos no. lots of photos yeah you might even see ellie in there you might but yeah Thank you for asking me all these questions. Yeah, I think it's good um, to share. I wouldn't necessarily normally ask you questions about something that you did. I didn't talk to you much about your canoe trip, but this feel like, felt like something that would benefit others to know about. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good as well because I was. I think this is a good format because I was like, I learned a lot of good things, but I don't know how the best way to like tell it. I don't really have, like a whole episode on just like 10 things I learned that lead, but this is kind of like a fun way to do it. So I think this was good. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share? Those are the main things that I could think of. Okay. But yeah. Thanks a million, guys. I hope this was helpful to you as much as I think it would be. A lot of these things that I was learning um, were things that I just hadn't heard before or at least hadn't heard um, in this particular way. Um, And sometimes it's nice to just hear things in a new way. So if this was helpful for you, we would love it if you would um, follow our podcast. You can download it found out that a lot of you guys who listen aren't actually downloading into the podcast so you should definitely download the podcast that means you can what do you mean i just stream yeah but if you yeah exactly that's what most people do that's what i'm saying you can search it up every single time and be like look at you choose the podcast but if you actually download it then you have it oh and that's better for us because more people will find it so if you do what i did for a lot of time for a lot of my podcasts and just search it up every time stop <laughs> oh okay um download our podcast it'll really help us out it'll help you out too because you can just find it really easy in your downloads way easier for everyone honestly um you can also give us a um, review and rate us that would be fabulous um we always read them we love them but it also just helps push our podcast out to more people who might be interested um and on that note you can also send it to a friend if you think that they might be interested um if you want you can find us and connect with us on facebook and instagram those are the social media platforms that we use Um, We'd love to see you there. Um, As far as today's episode, I think we're good. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.